0: Mahomes back, throws, it is incomplete, picked off, picked off by the Lions Brian Branch with it, left side he's gone baby, he's going to the house touchdown Detroit Lions deflected in the air Branch ran under it and he took it all the way back No Brian Branch for the Detroit Lions uh, Sunday against Carolina. No problem. No problem. No Amon Ross St. Brown. Eh, No worries. No problem. I am Tim Twentyman. This is P.J. Clark. This is the Twentyman the Huddle Podcast, and we are coming to you post-Lions game, as we do every week, and post-Lions victory, P.J. Clark. Get, Get used to that. A convincing um, Lions win 42-24 at home against the winless um, Carolina Panthers. It, it improves Detroit's record to 4-1 and one after five weeks. And, and I think how I would describe this win, and, and I know we're going to hear a, a comment from Dan Campbell, and, and he kind of talked about the same thing. It's complementary football. That's what we saw from the Detroit Lions. And look, if you're a good team in the NFL, if you're playing meaningful games in the month of December, in the month of January, one-year team that's been able to withstand injuries, which Detroit's done. And I think typically you see with those teams, they play pretty good complementary football, right? Your defense comes up with a big turnover, like Detroit's defense did three times in this game. And the offense turns those into 21 points. Yep. And then the offense just... Continues to roll behind David Montgomery and his 109 yards on 19 carries, another touchdown. Um, just two games in a row with 100 yards and touchdown for him, and it's just the special teams. Riley Patterson doesn't get any field goals, but he makes all six of his extra points. The two punts that Jack Fox get drops him inside the 20
1: yard line. Yeah, it's just
0: it's complementary football, Peach, and that's what good good football teams do. It was
1: it was just an incredibly well rounded game, especially again in the that's back to back back-to-back games but really it's back-to-back first halves just excellent by by the defense coming out firing i thought it was interesting that carolina won the toss took the ball they wanted to come out and and start this game on a good note and defense never let them even breathe never 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 even let it get a a chance to to take advantage of getting the ball first and the most important statistic in football is
0: as we all know as you guys out there know it's turnovers and you look at the sheet with detroit it's three nothing and to be able to turn all three of those into touchdowns you're gonna win
1: a lot of games
0: if if you're three nothing (laughs) and all three coming in carolina territory um that's huge too right so you know your offense scores you get some momentum they're trying to answer and then you just shut them down right in their own territory the offense turns around scores and it's a demoralizing thing for a team when you continue to turn the football over and then your defense can't you know stop it can't can't make a big play to, to change that momentum it's just deflating and that's what we saw with carolina today
1: yeah i think the defensive line again took a a Advantage of a young quarterback and and got in Bryce Young's face uh, early and often and pressure and hit him and and got to their spots and got to where they needed to be. I mean, ninety nine rushing yards again under a hundred rushing yards. It's I mean ninety nine is well above the season average, yeah. but you're still under a hundred for for the year. And I mean, it was just everybody only one sack, but you got all the pressures. I mean, the pressures were created, the turnovers and. Oleem oh, McNeil uh, uh, stringing another, a third great game together, getting, getting in on that force fumble. I mean, that was just, again, defensive line came up big today.
0: Let's hear what Dan Campbell had to say about this win to open up his post-game press conference because I thought he said it perfectly.
2: Okay, um, you know, it, there's nothing better than when, um, you know, you, you, uh, you tell your, your, your team just concerns and you talk about it and your team tells you, Coach, just freaking relax. All right, we got it. And they did that today, you know. Um, they came out, they uh, set the tone for the game, and, and really never let off the gas. And uh, man, I, you talk about complimentary football. We've been we've been talking about it was time for us to get a knockout, uh, a strip fumble that we we got. You know, we talked about our D line coming up with one. Hutch got one. Uh, you know, come away with three takeaways and turn those into 21 points offensively. You know, that's complimentary football. So. Um, just an outstanding job by those players. Um, who and I've said it before. I'll say it again. They don't. They don't care who we play. Um, it's competition, and they show up. And um, so they're not worried about the elements, who they have, who we have, what the records are. And I, I'm just. I'm proud of the way we showed up. Who we have and
0: who we don't have, and that's an interesting one too, because the Lions were missing some key pieces to this. Look, Brian Branch has played so well. There's a reason why he's our opening. Um, call to, to to start the podcast. It was maybe it's,
1: one of my favorite Dan Campbell quotes ever today.
0: Yeah, it, it was. And look, Amon Ross St. Brown is the best player this team has offensively, especially in that wide receiver room. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is an explosive player. Anytime he gets his hands on the ball, he can go 80 yards for a touchdown. All three guys weren't playing today, and I, I don't know if
1: you, you even noticed. I mean, he... he coach said a post game i it really might be my favorite dan quote ever is that at some point you know you play so many games with so many injuries you just get good at it yeah and there, today was a, a great example of that i mean mar marvin jones a slow start to the year stepped up moved the chains on a, on a big to get a big first down brock wright had three catches today Khalif stepped up josh reynolds again steady eddie when when they need him and you know Sam Laporte didn't have to do a lot for his two touchdowns. He was wide open on both of them, but he caught him, and, and he scored. I you know, it's,
0: and I thought that first possession was a perfect example. You know, Khalif Raymond comes out, gets a 20, what, six-yard reception. Yep. Then, boom, we get a 23-yarder to Marvin Jones, who, you know, hasn't been a huge part of the offense. And then, boom, the guy who's been kind of your rock when he's been in there, a guy that they've leaned heavily on, and David Montgomery with a 42-yard touchdown. So three plays, you know – Two guys that aren't always a big part of the passing game when when St. Brown is it is rolling gets you going, and that's to to my point about good teams being able to not only play complimentary football, but when injuries happen, to be able to step in and have guys um, you know perform and support you and and get you through some of that stuff. And look, we've seen it defensively with guys like Ifatu who with um, Tracy Walker, with Will Harris. I mean. They, they've just had guys step in and fill roles and they've been able to uh, continue to win football games despite all the injuries they've dealt with. And I think that's a sign of a good football team.
1: I even think to go even a step further, I mean, he's not an injury replacement because he's been starting all year, but there was talk, you know, Emmanuel Moses is going to come back. And what does that mean for Jerry Jacobs? Ever since that talk started, Jerry has had three interceptions and, and gotten his hand on, on seven passes, I think it is. And he stepped up and... You know, Mosley goes down again today, and that's it. Just next man up, everybody. Will Harris was incredible today, broke up a, a touchdown in the end zone, nine tackles for him. I mean, you, you're really seeing, I feel like we talk about it every week, that just the floor of this team is so high because the roster, the bottom, you know, 10, 15 guys on the roster is just such an improvement on, on where it has been in the past. Yeah, 100%. I mean, kudos to
0: to Brad Holmes and his staff and the depth that they've built on this football team and look Dan Campbell and his guys getting getting them ready to play. And look, you expect St. Brown to be back healthy against Tampa Bay next week. It sounds like Branch could could, you know, be ready to come back too. And so now you've gotten this 4-1 start and you've dealt with these injuries and you're going to get guys back healthy. You're going to start to get better there. So that's certainly a good sign moving forward and you know, one other thing I want to talk about here is offensive coordinator Ben Johnson and, and his creativity. In his bag today. He went the, 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 the reverse flea flicker to get um, Sam Laporta wide open for a touchdown. And then later in the game, actually snaps a ball through Jared Goff's legs to the running back on a third and sixth play to David Montgomery. Picks up 10 yards. He was able to get 10 yards in a first down, catch Carolina flat-footed. But even to attempt that, yeah, and and it was on. You know, so they had. You know, we were gonna snap it when we said, "Jmo, Jmo, come yeah. in motion." Then snap, and you got the defense flat-footed. I mean, kudos to him for just having the guts to call it. But but it seems like everything he dials up just seems to work.
1: Yeah, and and it's a tough tough thing to do when you don't have maybe your two most explosive offensive players out there and you, you know what you have in St. Brown and you can get incredibly creative with Gibbs that I don't know necessarily that we've seen the capabilities of that yet, but you certainly didn't see it today because he wasn't out there. So to still dial up and go deep into the bag of tricks and really take advantage and, and kind of foot on the gas, especially after that, that interception, that led to the uh, the Laporta touchdown on the on the reverse flea flicker. I mean, that is a foot-on-the-gas moment.
0: Yeah, 100%. And look, I, it, what it does, it, it tells me he's got a lot of trust in his quarterback right yep. now, too. Yep. And yep. as well he should. I mean, Jared Goff, 20 of 28, 236 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Good of him to break that streak. Yep. He had talked about that. 132 passer rating, and he also rushed for a touchdown, too. I mean— when your quarterback is playing as well as Jared is right now, you're getting contributions all over the field and you're, you know, running for 159 yards, averaging 5.3 yards per carry. And then your defense is playing well. I mean, this is a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense right now, Peach. That's uh, I mean, that, uh, this this a really good place, to, place to be. a football team. And they're beating teams that they should beat. And it's not one of those things where they're just, you know, beating them. They're –
1: No, these are like
0: resounding victories. I mean, Detroit was clearly the better football team in Green Bay last week and against Carolina today. It wasn't even close. No, I don't know how many times – look, they've had big wins before, right? But I, I just can't remember a time when I've been like, Carolina has no shot. Yeah. Like it at the end of the first quarter, I was like, it's gonna be really hard for Carolina to win this football game because Detroit
1: was just a better football team and you could see it in all three aspects. Yeah, and I mean forty-two points you no matter how good or bad your defense is, if you score if you are scoring forty two points, six touchdowns you're going to be in a really good spot. And that's a credit to Ben Johnson. That's a credit to Jerry Goff. That's a credit to David Montgomery, who, again, I mean, you're seeing that yards per carry creep up and creep up and creep up every week now. I mean, he got to 109 on only only 19 carries this week after being in the 30s last week. Efficient. Craig Reynolds did a great job just taking the load off of Montgomery at the end there. And, I mean, just... It was, a re- it was a really efficient game by the offense again today. And, I mean, that showed on the scoreboard to, to go punch it in six times.
0: And then defensively, I thought it was impressive. Really no big chunk plays, no huge plays. Carolina had to grind out everything yeah. they got on the ground, had to drive the football. Um, they played everything in front of them. You mentioned just the one sacked by Hutch, but um, got pressure on him. I thought Ace Young did a good job of getting rid of the football in some dire situations when he was about to get sacked. Um, and then what about that interception with Hutch? Yeah. I mean, that, that guy was... is such a good football player. Not only the pressures and the sacks, and we talk about that, but, like, he had the three interceptions last year. Like, he's very instinctive. To, to read blitz and be athletic enough to just reach your hand out, he almost baited him into throwing it. Yeah. And then to be athletic enough to just grab it with one hand and the little run after the catch was – He got clocked pretty hard. He didn't didn't see that guy coming. I was worried when he did get hit, but to have a guy like that and then Ali McNeil just having the awareness to to punch that ball out and and Harris to be able to jump on it. And, look, you talked about the interceptions with with Jerry, showed him a look, kind of baited him, backed out into zone and made a great play on the ball. It's just all three phases are playing terrific football right now, and that's got to make – Lions fans are really, really excited about where this football team is right now and where they're headed.
1: And I mean, this is I I remember I talked about it last week. This is three straight weeks now where you're making a young quarterback take over 40 dropbacks, which is I feel like that is just that's going to be the sweet spot that if you're bringing up Ritter doesn't have a ton of starts. Jordan Love doesn't have a ton of starts. Bryce Young doesn't have a ton of starts making them beat you and drop back and throw the ball over 40 times while you're getting pressure. I'm okay with that. Like that, that is okay if if you are going to force them into that and not let them run the ball. And that, you know, you want to get beat through the air by young quarterbacks. That's a that's a risk that clearly Aaron Glenn has been willing to take, and it's worked out so far.
0: It'll be interesting to see what they do next week. A little bit different beast. You're going on the road. You're going to Florida. It's going to be hot. You have to deal with not only, you know, the – humidity and the temperature but look baker mayfield's been in this league for a while he's not one of those young quarterbacks that you're talking no about. and you got
1: two great wide receivers and you got a great defense Still,
0: so that one to me you know detroit's one three straight if they can go on the road and beat them in their place in that environment that's a tough place to play in tampa that to me will show me that that this team is among the, the favorites in the NFC North. If they can go on the road and win a game like that, I think this this team is dealing and they are very dangerous in the NFC.
1: Yeah, I mean you just you 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 have to take it week by week, but the way things are trending right now, you gotta feel pretty good. I mean Tampa is coming off a bye, so that's a, a tough place to they've been prepping for you for a couple weeks now. They're getting guys back, they're healthy, they're rested. It's you know, when you map out the schedule it's like how many days of rest are you plus minus getting a team off a bye is never ideal never it's never what you want but that's the hand you're dealt and you got to go you got to go beat a team that's leading their division now in in their house so i think it's a it's a really good early road test you got the divisional road game out of the way and took took advantage of that and beat green bay early in the season but now this is a this is a, a team that is leading their division just like you are and, and got to go take care of business next week. I'm just happy to be uh four and one. The fans
0: have got to be excited for a field. was yeah. crazy again. Um, try to make it five and one and we'll be in uh, Tampa next weekend. We'll do one of these after the game. We'll also have a, a 20 minute huddle next week as we do, always do on Thursdays leading in. We'll try to get you a player. Uh, we'll try to get you a beat writer from uh, Tampa Bay to break down that matchup and, I think PJ will join me for key matchups next week, too. So we'll have all that uh, ahead of the game, and we'll obviously break it down from Tampa afterward, too. So 20 men in the huddle stay with us all week. We'll have everything Tampa Bay uh, broken down for you before and after.